Randy Quiz. I can't come into this little boy. 50 Randy Quiz. Whose ball is the devil? 50 Randy Quiz. I wanted to go to sleep. We watch movies so you don't have to. Cage Talk. Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Hashtag Cage Talk Edition. A movie review podcast. I am your host with the most Nicholas Cage movies. I am the Fresh Prince of Con Air. I am the Prime Millennial and ya boy, Chucky B. And with me, the most two glorious co-hosts in human history of podcasting. Uh, first, we will go with uh, the man, the myth, the uh, legend. I guess that's me, JT, the devil's baby mama money. And with me, the best in the biz, Johnny Spade. I thought you were going to go with Johnny Blaze. I thought about it. <laughs> And this is episode 149. I think next one's 150. If this is 149, I can assure you that the next one is 150. Uh, This is episode 100. In my head, I had pictured 150. And then I saw 149. I was like, really? really? 149? Well, I'm glad we're not breaking in spot 150 with this piece of shit. One, this is episode 149. Uh, Ghost Rider 2. Spirit of Vengeance. And like I just said, we watched uh, Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. And it is the 61st. Nicholas Cage classic. No. This time I'm going to jump in again and say not a classic. And if you have any questions or comments, you can head on right over to 50readyquades.com. Let us know what the fuck is up. Can you just hurry up and get the tagline for this piece of shit out of the way? <laughs> he rides a game. He rides a game. A game. <laughs> And without further ado, we bring to you the trailer for Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. You're making it worse by putting it in a French accent. This thing. Rider's going to come out. But when he does, he'll destroy whoever's got it coming. He'll take on a new form. One more powerful than he's ever known. Of you. We should be. 
Once again, and if you are new to the show, this is Hashtag Cage Talk, and we're going to talk about everything Nicolas Cage. Or at least we mean to. But um, one would used to say that we're humble. Now I'm just going to say, hey, you know, we'll just be a little nice guys. I'm going to give you a little warning before we spoil the fucking shit out of this movie. And that warning will come... In about three seconds, starting now. Three, two, one. The devil tries to come inside this little boy and Nick Cage stops him. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage stops him. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty much correct, right? I'm sorry, let me clarify. The devil tries to like take over the body of a boy. Not just a, any boy Rich. either. Well, his son. His son. That's, yeah, let's uh, clarify even more. His son. Uh, he tries to come inside of him. <laughs> Take him over. But I think Nick that's Cage, a different video. Was he a Nick teenager? Cage, Didn't they say something about he's 13. He 13? Yeah, he's 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 13. And it's like um, you got to do it before the break of dawn at the end of the winter solstice. So it's real romantic too, you know? Yeah, I didn't... This movie fucking sucks. Hold on, let's get all the technical jargon out of the way before we start really tearing this bitch apart. Technically, this is an action fantasy thriller. It is all of those things, just poorly. Uh, well, I guess I can't really, yeah, def- defute or refute that, right? Because, like, as much as I want to say there is not a lot of action in this movie, or this movie is not action-packed, it is. It's just really fucking bad. Yeah, action happens, but it doesn't do anything for me, really. It's boring. Or anybody. Mm. All right, so this is rated PG-13 for intense, minimal sequences of action and violence, some disturbing images, and language. Yeah, he says fuck once. One F-bomb, right at the end. (laughs) Yeah, right at the end of the movie, they say fuck once, and that's about it. But yeah, yeah, it's quote-unquote intense sequences of action and violence. Because uh, I disagree with intense. Yeah, but you're not a 13-year-old boy. No, It could no. be real intense. <laughs> ask, the th- ask the 13-year-old in this movie. So this movie debuted in our hearts on February 17th of the year 2012. Uh, debuting at number four uh, in the top five and on the charts for $25.4 million in its opening weekend. Didn't people watch the last one? What are they doing? I don't know. I don't understand how this movie got as much play as it did, considering it's the sequel to that first really bad fucking uh, Ghost Rider movie. Spade, what beat it out at number one in the box office, and do you know anything about it? Fucking Safe House with $27.5 million in its second week. That a movie with uh, Denzel Washington, I think. I don't know a thing about it. I want to say no. I believe I own this movie, and I believe it's a Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah, it is a Ryan Reynolds. With, uh, I want to say, Samuel L. Jackson, but I'm not 100% sure. Remember that one movie Nick Cage did? It might be Denzel. I think it's Denzel. You know what? I think you are right. I think it is Denzel. 
So it's Denzel and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. It's like a CIA movie. That's why I don't know anything about it. Pretty sure I own it. I'm sure you do. Like, I watched that movie within, like, the last six months, I think. And that movie made, what, $27.5 million in its second week. Well, also in its second week at number two in $26.6 million is The Vow. I don't know anything about that yeah, one. I have no idea. I feel like it's probably a rom-com. You're probably correct. I always want to know. I should be looking this up beforehand. Romance, drama, Rachel McAdams, Channing Tatum, Jessica Lange, Scott Speedman, Sam Neill. Hell of a cast on that motherfucker. Sounds like a movie I'd actually enjoy watching. Hour and 45 minutes. That's on the long side for a romance drama, okay? That is a little bit on the long side. Reel that into an hour and a half, and I might be interested. But number three on this list, also in its second week, is a Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle, Journey 2, The Mysterious Island. And that pulled in 25.9 in its second week? I believe it's a Disney movie. That's three movies in a row in their second week that pulled north of a quarter mil. Or a... 25 million shut up yeah yeah, yeah. we knew what you were talking about you know what i'm saying a quarter of a hundred million yeah <laughs> that of <laughs> course a weird way of putting it we we have uh the our movie ghost rider 2 at number four and then this means war 20 million dollars brand new it's the theme song for wardlow let's say is it a documentary about aew wrestler wardlow 10 years before his rise to fame? I want to say it's a Hardy versus... The Hardy Boys? Like Zac Efron or something movie where they're fighting over a woman? Yeah, I think it's a comedy. Not looking that one up. I refuse. Yeah, I don't care. But I think it's Tom Hardy is the like the main guy. Don't care. But yeah, I don't care enough to, to know what it is. I just know that it was number five on the list. And this fucking awful movie that we watched made a bunch of money. A lot of money. This movie made so much money. So with an estimated budget of $57 million, this movie did not do well domestically. Coming in below that budget at $51.7 million. And then in all foreign lands bringing in a little over $80 million, which brings us to the worldwide worldwide like uh, culmination. I don't even know what I'm looking for here. Worldwide, it brought in $132.5 million with a massive budget of 70, like just over $75 million profit. Like that is ridiculous for how terrible this movie was and how much I complained about it while watching it. Numerous times I talked about how I wanted to go to sleep. I think even Johnny Spade mentioned how he would have fallen asleep if he'd watched this movie by himself. Very much. I watched it by myself. I did not fall asleep. Did you want to? I wanted to so bad. I would have purposely gone to sleep. Just so I, yeah, just so you didn't have to watch it, right? I mean, I had just woken up a couple hours before. I wasn't really tired. I'd had some coffee, eaten some breakfast. Like, I wasn't ready to sleep. I'm not saying I enjoyed myself, but... I wasn't really ready to sleep either until I started watching this movie. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have that reaction to things unless I'm tired. Things don't make me sleepy. They can for me. Obviously. Obviously. So the writers of this movie, I recognize one of them as uh, one of the writers for The Walking Dead TV show, uh, Scott M. Gimple. Gotta love it. Working with Seth Hoffman. And David S. Goyer, who I'm pretty sure was... Part of the writers for uh, the Nolan Batman movies. Huh. Interesting. So people we, at least two of us, recognize writing this terrible fucking movie 
Like, what went wrong? Because this movie is so bad in, like, every aspect. Obviously, nothing went wrong because they made a bunch of money. Something had <laughs> to have gone very off the rails. It didn't, though. They made a bunch of motherfucking money. The movie sucked, but they didn't. They did just fine. Our directors in this, apparently, this is the last time they ever worked together. Because they're just like, I'm not working with you again after Well, that's probably part of what went wrong right then. They probably didn't work very well to begin with on this. Well, apparently they had done a lot of movies together and this was just the last one. I don't know if this was just like, there was a final, like, just being like, were were they just got into it and they were done with each other after this? Because they're just like, this movie fucking sucks and like, you can tell we mailed it in. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck about either of these guys. Mark Neville... Dean and Brian Taylor. Yeah, fuck them. Then we get on to our star main actors. Of course, we have the one true god, Nicolas Cage, playing Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. the Ghost Rider. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Justice. So you fucked up this next person's name. You got the first name right, but you got the last one wrong. It's Kieran Hines, not Harris. Oh, okay. Well, that's just user error. <laughs> so the next actor here, I don't know what the fuck he was doing in this movie, but Idris Alba as Moreau. Uh, yeah, when I saw his face pop up on the screen, I was like, what's he doing here? <laughs> Paycheck. Yeah, it had to have been, because... He was fine in it, though. Not a good movie. Uh, Violent Placido? Violent Placebo? (laughs) Violente? Violante. Violante Placido plays Nadia. Probably Placido. Placido. Placido plays Nadia. I can't read, so I try. Yeah, no, I really liked Violent Placebo. (laughs) Uh, then we got Johnny Whitworth is Ray Kerrigan. See, why couldn't I get that one? That was an easy one. <laughs> you get all the easy ones. Well, he apparently, like, the character he becomes is Blackout or something, I think the internet said. Like, the thing that turns everyone into Oh, decay. I just started calling him Decay. Right, which would be a much better name than Blackout, if that's what it actually is. I don't know if I said his name, but uh, Kira Hines is Rourke, who is also the devil. Yes, yes. I don't know if you actually said who he played. I don't think I did, which is why I'm doubling back. You got it wrong there. Foosball is the devil. (laughs) Apologies. How could I have fucking forgotten that bit of wisdom? And then we got fucking your boy. There can be only one. Christopher Lambert as Methodius. As Raiden. As Connor McLeod in other movies. (laughs) The Highlander. I know. I've then, seen it. Of course, we have our world famous IMDb breakdown. Johnny Blaze, who's tortured by the Ghost Rider's curse, he gets a chance at redemption throughout protecting the Devil's Son, whose father is pursuing him. More, I mean, it's better than saying coming in him. I said, I said, come into him, not come in him. Why is it called Ghost Rider? Like nobody's riding a ghost. Because riding a, a motorcycle. Ghost. He is a ghost that is riding. He doesn't look like a ghost. He looks like a demon slash skeleton. He was an angel. How is he a ghost? Ghost ride. Ghost riders in the sky. Maybe he ghost rides a whip. I think that's all it is. Is they took the name Ghost Rider from Ghost Riders in the Sky and then turned him into a flaming skull. Yeah, because he falls from grace and goes to hell, right? Where flames and skulls are. I just. <laughs> this is like an idea a ten-year-old would have came up with. 
Make a motorcycle dude on a motorcycle with a skull and flames and chains. It'll be really cool. It is pretty fucking cool. If you this do it, movie doesn't make it seem that say, If you do it right, it's a cool ass concept. I just don't know if they do it right, and they didn't the last time either. So speaking of not doing things right, Eva Mendes and Peter Fonda both declined to reprise their roles from the original Ghost Rider uh, movie for for this one. They both kind of like because Peter Fonda, I guess, was down to be the devil again and i guess he got like five pages into the script and was like nope not doing it this is trash i can't come into this little boy (laughs) like like, i'm not i'm not doing that and so they uh they recast him with uh harris sion harris or whatever heinz kieran heinz yeah what you said and so this was the second movie under the Marvel Knights banner, which I completely forgot about. Yeah, I saw that logo pop up and I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, it was supposed to be like their darker Marvel movies. Because like oh, this yeah. was this was supposed to be originally like a rated R movie and Sony at the last second like they got cold Whimped feet out. and pulled it back and, and went with the PG-13. I mean, I don't think being R would have made this any better than it was. No. But I'm sure it didn't help that they were shooting it, intending it to be R, and then they had to reel it back in, I'm sure, when it came time to edit. Yeah, this movie just wasn't good a lot of the way through either. It was pretty boring. Like, even in the action sequences, like, like the one guy at one point, like, I'm, I'm telling Johnny when we're watching, I was like, dude, this guy just, like, they're all stunned into doing nothing when the Ghost Rider shows up the first time. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, you, you guys should probably just shoot this guy because he's got a flaming fucking head, right? Like, just shoot at him and see if that's going to do anything. But then it doesn't, and they continue shooting him. And I'm like, all right, well, now you're just wasting bullets. Like, what? Like the, all the bad guys are idiots. I mean, are you looking for bad, like, henchmen to be smart? Because they never are in, like, any movies. No, they aren't, but it's... You're nitpicking the shit that is, like bad in most movies you're not focusing on what makes this one particularly bad just about everything makes this particularly bad uh, well let's get into it because i want to be done talking about this movie already we haven't even started so yet. okay so nadia is the mom and she has this boy who apparently she banged the devil and no no i don't think that's exactly i know how she didn't they, they, she saying. even tells us what happens later okay then but okay she's got this boy this devil boy right and Amen. she what damien <laughs> Dave, i thought it was danny it's not but that's... <laughs> so damien he's named after the kid from the ninja turtles movie what kid danny, danny. danny. <laughs> <laughs> i totally like like blanked out i was like I was like, what are you talking about there's a kid named damien in that movie <laughs> No, that's that's uh, the omen, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so Nadia is the mom, and she's got the baby boy, Danny, and she's all like, hey, baby boy, we need to, like, skedaddle, right? Wait, no, he's, like, 13, though, at this point. He was a baby demon boy. Now he's a 13-year-old. He's, like, an adolescent demon boy. Just like that. And so, so like, she's got to, like, skedaddle from these, uh, like, was it these goons i don't even remember how this movie begins i just know it's like so we're right so we're in eastern europe idris elba's on a motorcycle he's he's a he's a he's a drunk priest and he's going to where they got this nadia and danny in hiding 
But when he gets there, the bad dudes show up and there's a gunfight with no contact. So there's action, but I don't care about it because I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's just some boy that apparently needs to die or something or someone wants to steal him. They got to protect him. It's all kind of stupid. So the mom and the boy run away. And it doesn't make any sense because you don't know what to fucking think or care about. Right. And then it's just like, oh, there's a kid. So, like, it's it's cool. Like, just be, be on their side because it's a kid. I'm like, yeah, but who is this kid? The son of the devil? I'm not on his side. And you kid. don't even know yet. Like, you don't even know who you should be rooting for. Uh, well, the whole time Johnny Blaze is, like, transforming... Or not transforming. He's starts to do a monologue about how he turns into Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. It just gives you a little backstory onto him. And he's like, yeah, my dad was dying. So I signed a deal in blood to become the devil's servant. And Well, this was for me because I hadn't seen the first one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he keep cutting back to the whole signing of the document thing like a dozen times throughout the movie. Just in case you forgot about it. Yeah, just in case in this last hour you forgot. So basically, so basically Moreau, who's Elba, is like, check it, we need your help. We got to save this boy from these dudes who just kidnapped him or are trying to kidnap him from his mother for some dark purposes. And my master has got this offer for you. If you can bring them to boy, they'll lift the curse from off you. You won't have to be the rider anymore. So Nick Cage is like, hell yeah, I'm in. I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Let's go. I want to interject here. This set looked fucking terrible. Yes, it did. little fucking hideout thing, it looked awful. Yes, it did. I felt like that across the board. Every scene looked fucking terrible. Yeah, everything down to the final, like where the final battle takes place. Like I knew what they were going for, but boy, did it look fake. And I don't understand. Maybe something I just didn't pay attention to. But when he goes in there, he breaks the window and Nicolas Cage like backs away and he's like, oh, the guy you got in you doesn't like light, huh? But then like the rest of the movie, he's always out in the sunlight. No problem. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. No, they didn't really care. Everything in this movie makes zero sense and for the most part is unnecessary in the build to further the story. So the bad guys end up running Nadia and Danny off the road. They go to kidnap him, but then the ghost rider finally shows up. He starts fucking a bunch of dudes up and then he wakes up in the hospital. Yeah, because he gets like uh, blown up or something like that with grenades and and he is freaking out in the hospital like hitting on this nurse and she's all like confused and she's like, uh, the police want to talk to you. He's like, nope, steals some meds and then takes off. And yeah, he starts following Nadia and she's all like freaks out on him. She's all like, why are you chasing me? And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, they got my kid. They get the goons took my son. And he's all like, all right, well, let's go get him. Before that, we see the main bad guy call over to Kerrigan and be like, yo, I just put up a firewall on the boy so the Ghost Rider can't track him anymore. Yeah, because the Ghost Rider can apparently just track this kid. So, like, we find out that he's got the skill of tracking, and then immediately they just are like, oh, yeah, this kid's like a computer. Now there's a firewall up. Fuck it. He just whispers some words into his ear. A little magical spell. I'm like, okay, cool. You could have just, like, not told me that he could track him. Yeah. Or something. I don't fucking know. Well, because care. then they use it to be like, oh, well, Nadia knows the Ray Kerrigan's, like, he's the head goon, right? Well, they Ray, used to Ray fuck, Kerrigan. too. Yeah, Kerrigan yeah. and her used to fuck. And he's the reason that she almost died 
And then Satan came and was like, I'll save you if you bear my child. Yeah. She's like, oh, I know some of the goons that, like, hire him. And, like, they know, know where he's at, right? So they go to this place and they're talking to this guy. And he's all like, it's like, all right, fine, don't kill me. Like, he's, he's over in the quarry trying to put together a crew so we can come after you. Uh, but while all that's going on, Blaze, like, transforms into the Ghost Rider. So cool. Which might have been the only cool scene visually of the whole movie. Yeah, the graphics were better in this one than they were in the last one, that's for sure. But they were still bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not good, but this might have been one of the best scenes in the movie. And prior to this... So, and prior to this, like, one of the other cool scenes, Johnny had actually said... And it was when, like, the kid, like, falls down and, like, breaks his ankle. Oh, yeah. Like, he causes a car crash and goes on the run and hurts himself for some reason. And they they steal a van from some people camping in their van for some reason. Some, like, hippie punks? What the fuck was the point of that? So the kid could have a bum ankle later? It doesn't really matter. None of it matters. And I guess that's the point, right? Is that, like, they keep going out of their way to show us stuff that they immediately take back. And it's just, it makes... Well, it's not even, like, take back, because he references his broken ankle later when his mom, like, comes and rescues him, but it just doesn't matter. It, the only reason it matters is because he says he has one later. It doesn't yeah. affect any. It doesn't affect anything. All it is is time-wasting techniques to make this movie longer than it needed to be. Like, this movie could have been, like less than an hour long but yeah this movie could have been way shorter but either way they they have another this is when i hate this movie so much more now that i'm talking about it yeah okay so now the main dude is like i gotta buy some big time weaponry big ass grenade launcher they can take out a whole bunch of shit just so i can kill this demon but then ghost rider appears yeah because that's when that's what the 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 one guy who hires Ray Kerrigan was saying was he's like he's like yeah he's like he's out in the 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 rock quarry trying to set up like like this whole thing so he has all this money and shit right right so they're there and he shows up and they try and shoot him with a missile launcher it doesn't matter yeah they shoot like a bunch of missiles at him doesn't matter he ends up dying too the head goon does but then the devil comes in and he's like touches him like and his face like decays a bit when he does it and he's like now you have the power of decay and so the guy like goes and touches a bunch of like fruit and stuff and he's like oh that's cool i i can make things decay and they even do like this really terrible fucking joke how he's like trying to eat stuff later but he keeps decaying it and then he like gets a twinkie which apparently can't decay and he eats it yep it was good so then the um the the main group Shows up in like this desert sanctuary and there's all these monks and the main dudes like covered in tattoos and shit. Highlander. Who fucking cares? Apparently like Moreau and Blaze gotta go do something else while Nadia and Danny go away with these monks. Well that's when Monroe and and Nicolas Cage gotta go fulfill their promise to each other where he's all like yeah man like we're gonna lift the curse from you now and you're gonna be all good uh which is basically him just having like some kind of hallucination where he's puking chains in black and white or something i don't know man yeah after he ate some old moldy bread he took communion yeah and he ate a piece of jesus yeah it was blessed into the body of christ that's how that works man 
Sure. Yep. And he he thinks it worked, but he actually stumbles across the monks trying to kill the boy. Yeah, and that, because like the the one head monk Methodist or Methodius, whatever his name is, he's all like, "There can only be one," and he pulls out this big sword and he's like, "I am the Highlander." And he goes to cut the guy's head off, the kid's head off, right? But Decay shows up and he's all like, no, I'm going to decay all of you. Uh." And he touches all of them and they all die. And then he's all like, peace. And he puts his fingers in the Highlander's eyes and finalizes his his decay, right? And then he's all like, like, oh, don't you like that, kid? You can be just like me. You can be Decay, Decay's buddy. And he seemed like he was down. Yep. So this is where we find out about how the whole point of this is so that Theodore Rourke can transfer his Satan soul into Danny Boy's body because his body is half celestial. So it's better prepared to deal with the Satan power inside that will be put inside of him yeah. uh, than the decaying body that Rourke currently is yeah because humans are so weak you know like their bodies are just decaying all the time it's just at this really slow 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 rate so it's just like yeah i can't use any of my powers or else i'll use up this body and then i gotta go get another body and another body but myers my question why not just be the demon all the time why do you have to hide in the human body what is the point because he's a pussy i don't know because this movie is stupid I, I just, <laughs> nothing makes any sense in this movie. So they got to leave and save the body now. The body, the boy, is in Turkey. But before they go, it just turns out this gang of monks in the desert, and this actually does make sense, has a huge underground stockpile of guns and shit. Like, a lot of guns. A lot of guns. And wine. And wine. Yeah, because it would have been like 50,000 pounds for uh, this one bottle of wine that I just thought was like, yeah, that was some good wine. Let's not forget he is a drunk priest, so. Yeah. Well, then we find out, like, there's so the ceremonies going on inside. A bunch of people from around the world show up. Rich and powerful people, probably, and other people, and they're in on the ceremony. They're chanting a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know, it was, it was Barack Obama. It was uh, the guy from... North Korea, you know, a bunch of presidents and shit like that from countries. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I which do. Guy, which which guy from North Korea was that? Huh? Which guy from North Korea was that? Jim Kong Il. Yeah, that's it. Jim Kong Il. <laughs> Jim. His name is Jim. Yeah, Jim Pam Il. Yeah, you know, that guy. I know all about it. We find out Nadia is apparently a crack sniper because she's just. Oh, pick- for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, she is like uh, she's killed so many people in this movie. Well, we don't really like we know that she was involved with some bad men historically, particularly this Kerrigan guy, but we don't really know what her role in all of that was. Well, what I'm led to believe is that she wasn't just like some passive victim of dating bad guys. She was actively involved in being a bad person too and was definitely shooting people well nick cage even told her he's like he's like i can't control the ghost rider so when he comes out that's if you're true. a bad guy you're gonna die so <laughs> that's true and she's like, you're oh. a bad guy <laughs> you're gonna die she says she's not scared of him when danny's around he can just times. be like shut up dude danny can just tell the ghost rider to fucking knock it off 
because he's the boss. This Ghost Rider kid, or no, the devil kid, he thinks he's hilarious because at one point he's all like, oh, can I roll down my window? And like the the goons are all like, you think you can just talk? And he's like, uh, yeah, this is fun. Sure. Yep. It's like that kid doesn't take this movie seriously. Oh, well, he shouldn't take this movie seriously. <laughs> Well, let's get to the kid in the movie right now should be taking it very seriously because now him and Theodore Rourke are like, their eyes are black. They're on their knees and they're like revolving in circles and like this transference of power is deeply imminent. It's going on right now, big time. But then all of a sudden, Cage and Moreau blast in from opposite sides. They're ready to come all over everybody. Well, and that's when Nadia is also simultaneously just popping shots on dudes. No, that's when they're still outside. Now they've broken inside because she killed a bunch of people outside for them. Oh, okay. Now Nadia's out of the mix. She's going to be running to get Trying into the to mix now. Trying to save Danny but, the Demon Boy. But, well, Moreau gets murdered by Decay. He gets decayed. Gets de- murdered by Decay. And then Blaze is like on the ground because Satan like pimp slapped him or something. And he's surrounded by all Satan's minions. And Danny walks up to him and he's like, yo, daddy, don't I have all the same powers as you, daddy? And daddy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do, son. And so little devil boy's like, cool, cool, cool. And he pukes fire in the Nick Cage's mouth and turns him into the Ghost Rider. Because that apparently is something that could work. Yeah, that's what else I don't get. If you have devil powers, why do you need to turn Nick Cage back in a Ghost Rider? Just do some devil shit to all the people around you. Like I think doing I think doing devil shit is getting someone else to do it for you. So he's just he's already ahead of the curve. He understands Nick <laughs> Cage to do the work. I can just sit back. Although that doesn't really work out for him because. Satan, big Satan, kidnaps him again while Nick Cage is killing everyone else. And then he almost dies in a car crash. Multiple times. That Nick Cage, yeah, a lot of car crashes in this movie <laughs> that no one dies in. Actually, I think the kid does die and then Angel Cage brings him back to life. Yeah, he like touches his face. Yeah, with his white cream. That's blue. <laughs> it's oh, that's, blue cream. I'm col- I'm colorblind. I'm sorry. His angel cream. <laughs> His blue angel cream. Angel cream. That sounds like a dessert. Well, this is after he whip slams the devil back to hell with his chain. Oh yeah, no, no fight at all. Just throws him back to hell. Go back the, home. The devil. Murr. He just threw him back to hell. Seriously, it was not even a battle. He wrapped a chain around him and chucked him through the earth into hell. That's it. I guess the the only uh, thing you can say about that is basically be like, like, oh, well, I mean, the guy is, uh, you know, he's just got this weak human form. So makes sense. Well, so sure. Go. Great. Be the demon, you bitch. But whatever. And they set it up perfectly for Ghost Rider 3 Spirit of Justice. Yeah, I hope that movie never happens. It's never going to. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen now, buddy. <laughs> this has been stricken from the records. Coming in 2024. History. This never happened in MCU, Ghost which Rider means it 3. never happened. They would reimagine Ghost Rider if they were to bring him back. Which God, I hope they don't do Ghost Rider at all. Yeah, this is do, terrible. If you're going to do Ghost Rider, I think it's a concept that could work, but you'd have to truly go it'd have to be an adult oriented r-rated movie based on violence and all of that kind of shit and you couldn't shy away from from that and it would have to stand alone it couldn't be a part of any other existing 
franchises. It couldn't be part of that, which would be something that would detract from people. But like the newest Batman, not saying that it has the same appeal of Batman, but like the newest Batman doesn't exist as part of, of any other universe. And that is to its benefit. Not to this this movie's though, because this wasn't part of any universe and it still fucking sucked. The things that this movie reminded me that were good movies were Underworld, The Omen, and Blade. I feel like they were like inspired by that type of shit. That feels about right. For like sure. Underworld is kind of like this, but good. I think the Blade movies were good, but I haven't seen those in like 20 years. I know the fr- I haven't seen the second or the third one in a long time. I know the first one I think is still good. The third one is absolutely garbage, but... And it's just the devil the son thing that amazing. reminded me of The Omen. And the politicians. Yeah, that kind of made me remind me of The Omen as well. And them saying it had to be done on some day and blah blah fucking law the end so i guess that kind of brings us to that point of the podcast where we're gonna rate this movie on a scale of one to 50 randy quades uh imdb surprisingly gives ghost rider 2 spirit of vengeance 21 and a half out of 50 randy quades and i think that is ridiculously high yep now let me get my rating out of the way five randy quades I'm done. I hate it. I'll never watch it again. I'll never buy it. I don't recommend it. Fuck this movie. I'm giving it five just because of some crazy Nick Cage moments, improvement in graphics, and the fact that it was an hour and a half. And it's lucky it's getting five for all of that. So fuck this movie. Don't watch it. I think that's a high rating. I'm sure it is. I originally um, had bookmarked this at a three. And I don't even think I can do that. I think... That I had more fun watching uh, The Boy in Blue, which I think I gave a really bad uh, number two. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a two. Two Randy Quaid's because I didn't have any fun watching this movie. The best thing about this movie is it was an hour and 37 minutes or an hour and 35 minutes, somewhere around there. This movie is ridiculously terrible. I will never watch it again in my entire life. The only reason to have it is because I have a Nicolas Cage collection. I don't recommend anybody watch it. I don't recommend anybody buy it. I don't recommend anything about go like this this has detracted me so much from even wanting to read a ghost rider comic book ever in the future i give it a two out of 50 randy quaid don't waste your time this movie sucks donkey dicks i'm gonna give it a 50 <laughs> damn it why is it funny <laughs> <laughs> a 50 minus 49 <laughs> which is a one that's the lowest you can go. There were, I zoned out some of this movie. Like when you guys said that there was, she explained how like that kid was her son. I had absolutely no idea that happened. Yeah, she told it during a road trip, so she may as oh, well I have just been making the most. Listen, she may have well just been making the most annoying sound in the world. Like was that when he was like, "What do you do when you have to pee?" And then he was no, like, that was that. after that. Oh. It, again, it doesn't matter. It, why? It doesn't matter. There yeah. were a couple of times in this movie where I think I might have fallen asleep for like two minutes. I remember this movie very vividly. And I like coming on here and talking about some of these movies, but even I didn't even want to talk about this movie. I will never <laughs> pay money for this. I will never watch it again. Don't don't watch it yourself. How the fuck this movie made money? I have no idea. This, I will never. <laughs> this is the movie right here 
that people talk about when they say Nicolas Cage does nothing but terrible movies as money grabs. Because I, I feel like that's the only thing that he could have done this movie for, and that's money. Because it is just beyond awful. There are no redeeming qualities for this movie. My last thought is can we please watch a good movie next time? So I think we can all agree that. You can catch all of our new episodes streaming on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You, of course, can go uh, get all of our episodes of Hashtag Cage Talk and our two television series at our website, 50 Randy Quades. Next time on 50 Randy Quades, episode 150, Speed. We are taking another blast from the 1990s past, and we're going down the highway watching the Sandy B classic, Speed. I like that you go Sandy B classic. It's a Sandy B and the Keanu Reeves classic. Yeah, I feel like it was probably more of a Keanu Reeves classic because I think this was like one of the big like first movies for Sandy B. That's what makes it a classic for her too, though. Yeah, I guess. This is, I think, one of her bigger like breakout roles. Yeah. Where people were like, Well, it was like oh, this shit. in the net. I don't know if the net was a breakout role. <laughs> well, I mean, she starred in it. Yeah, I know that, but I don't think it was a breakout role. I don't think that movie, like, I don't know. I won't comment on it. it was I apparently movie. think of, I have more fond memories of that movie than probably anybody I know. Uh, it is not no. good. I watched it recently. It is not good. It's not good, but I think a lot of people remember it fondly. Yeah, I, I remember it fondly. But yeah, we're going to go with Chucky B's pick of... Uh, speed. But until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace, Peace out. out.